Welcome to Second Act Podcast. Second Act, it's a continuation, yet an evolution. It's finding meaning, fulfillment, and a deep sense of purpose. Through these podcasts, I like to invite people who have experienced their second acts, found a bigger purpose, and are ready to share their stories, as we truly believe learnings happen through conversations. Hi, Devina. It's so exciting to get you on my podcast. And uh, thanks to the virtual world, you know, we get to know that there are people who were hiding for so long. They're really all over doing some great work. So welcome to Second Act Podcast, because this podcast brings in stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. So guests, let me welcome Devina Kaur. She is the author of a book called Too Fat, Too Loud and Too Ambitious, running a company as well, which is called The Sexy Brilliant Global Revolution, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Devina, welcome. And please tell us so many things about you that probably we are just craving to know. Thank you so much, Archana. What an honor to be here. Me and Archana have been coordinating dates for like maybe two, three weeks now, because I live in Canada and I was like, it's too early, it's too late. So we had a little bit of a conflict. So I am really happy and thrilled that I'm getting to share space with you. Thank you so much for Arjuna for the honor. Oh my God. <laughs> it's an honor for a second act, to be honest. And uh, so my first question goes for the name itself, for the name of the company first. Why is it called what it is called, not because you are sexy, brilliant, and amazing. So tell us the story behind it. So sexy, brilliant actually started with me overcoming an addiction. I had just gone through a divorce. I had quit my banking job. And, um, you know, one day I was sitting by the water, by the river, and I was like, I just want to jump in and kill myself because I was so miserable. You know, I would wake up in the middle of the night with cold sweats. I would just be hyperventilating all the time. And I really wanted to like kill myself and end the pain. But instead of jumping in, this little voice inside me said, you know, why don't you give another life another chance? You're, you're a mother, you've got your parents, you've got so much going for yourself. So I stepped back and I went back home, quit my job, became a full-time dog walker. And um, I used to be an investment banker. So it was, you know, a big extreme switch. I didn't tell my parents what I was doing. I was just like, okay, I just want to, be responsible for myself. I was sick and tired of being told what to do, how to behave, what to wear, what to do in life, you know, what choices to make. So that was the kind of the start of it because, you know, all throughout my life growing up in India, I was always told that your worth is related to the size of your body. So if you're too fat, you're going to be become unmarriageable. If you are too loud, you won't, will never fit in in a man's world. And if you're too ambitious, forget it. Like it's never going to work. So I just resented all of that. It was thrown at me. So, you know, turning around once I you know, ended up divorced, walking dogs for a living. And it didn't matter that I had like $5 in my bank account. It didn't matter how fat I was, what my size was. I would stand in front of the mirror and I would look at it and I would be like, wow, you're so sexy. You're so brilliant. And sexy to me is daring. Sexy to me is like, you know, taking ownership of yourself. I mean, and it didn't matter what size I was, right? And then brilliant is like, how intelligent are you? And as a woman, as you know, we women, we are always so, so ashamed of our ambitions. We're so ashamed of our intelligence. And, 
you know, it's the, the patriarchal society that we live in all over the world, right? So I kind of have to mindfully get out of my own way to take ownership and be responsible for my actions. Your podcast, Second Act, is so that it's so in tune with everything that I've gone through as well. It's beautiful to hear your story, but tell us a little bit more about you. So you are in New York right now. When did you go there? Did you have your upbringing there? Were you ever in India? What happened during these years? So I'm actually in Canada and I share the same time zone as New York. So maybe that's where New York comes from. I'm actually born and raised in India, Assam actually. And uh, later on ended up in Delhi with my parents and then came to Canada for studying. And, uh, you know, I've been in Canada for more than 20 years. And my parents are very Punjabi, very traditional. They're refugees from Pakistan, so they have their baggage as well, which is also transferred to me as well, right? Like we get, we inherit our parents, our grandparents' culture and programming. So Canada happened and then kind of had an arranged marriage where, you know, our parents will never tell you, do this, do that in, in terms of a marriage, but they will always say, you know, you're so old, you should get married now, you know, like, so it's kind of like this very subtle, yet a lot of pressure. And of course, I blame myself because I listened to my parents and I ended up getting married, even though I didn't want to do it. I was just so pressured and I was so afraid to say no to my parents. And of course, I wanted children. So that was a reason to kind of, you know, go there. And and that's okay. That's part of being ambitious as well. I was ambitious enough to say that I wanted children. Life happened 20 years here. In fact, I've been in Canada longer than I have lived in India. So that's an interesting perspective to look at. But I'm very attached to India. My parents live in Delhi, so I'm always back and forth. When I do Indian podcasts, I make an Indian accent. Bhi nikal jata. <laughs> you know, so my English is a little bit different. It's because I've adapted the accent here, but I also have that Indian accent. So life has been like, you know, a lot of hard work as an immigrant it was very hard to adjust nobody gave me a job um, i left all the luxuries behind in india and then i had to start from the scratch and, and the hard work the resilience listening to my intuition the common sense has helped me get where i am and you know archana one of the biggest things that i have done is i have always said no to things that were not working out whether that's my marriage and whether that is the investment banking job and even at a, the dog walking that I've left to, you know, write a book and, and start sexy, bring a nonprofit foundation. Absolutely amazing. I mean, when you talk about this organization, it's an NGO, right? What you're running. Yes. And I also read a program called KAUR, which you run through this organization. I'm curious about that. Tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, what is, is it core or is it something beyond it? It is. First of all, Sexy Brilliant, like I mentioned, it actually happened with me overcoming an addiction. So, you know, when I mentioned I used to be a dog walker, I was walking a client's dog and the client comes home early. He's like, you should come to my office. And I was like, uh, okay, what do you do? So he's like, I'm a coach. I'm like, what is a coach? <laughs> I had no idea what a coach was, right? This is maybe 10, 10 years ago. So he's like, oh, you should just come to my office. So anyway, I ended up in his office. I um, you know, had no idea what I was doing, but I kind of was listening to my intuition. My inner voice was like, yeah, yeah, go there, you know, a business meeting, you'll learn something kind of a thing. So I ended up at the office and um, he's 
first meeting, he asked me, how are you? I'm like, always sexy, always brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Like really, and you know where the sexy brilliant came from is because I would be chatting to men on dating applications because I really wanted to make my parents happy. And I was like, if I have another relationship, I will not be so embarrassed about, you know, being single because for us, a lot of Indian women and maybe even men too, our worth is based on our relationships, right? Like we're so proud of our family and we should be too. So I was look, I was on dating applications looking for a man to kind of, you know, get married to, to save me kind of a thing. Of course that didn't happen. I'm still single, <laughs> so, you know, but, but in the meantime, what happened is while texting these people, I was like, you know, I started using the words always sexy, always brilliant. And they became my mantra. They became my affirmation. And so coming back to the coach's office, I was like, always sexy, always brilliant. So the coach looks at me and he's like, you should register that domain name. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. So I go back home. I do a search for sexybrilliant.com. It's available. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, like the technical part of it, but I end up registering sexybrilliant.com. So this is where that journey started from. And Archana, honestly, like sexybrilliant.com was a registration for like a year and a half. I didn't do anything with it. I ended up in Hollywood. I ended up going back to university, but didn't do anything with sexybrilliant.com. So the point is that, you know, we don't always know what we're doing. And especially when we're, you know, in this business, we're starting something new. We have an idea. These ideas are just their spiritual downloads that we're all getting. And we have to be in tune with ourselves, our divinity to kind of follow through on them. And that's what happened with me. So that's where that sexy, brilliant nonprofit foundation started from our channel. You know, when you talk about your story, it is that so many people can relate to what you're saying, especially when we are in the very patriarch society still mainly working with women or is it like all genders or is it like uh, you know from one country is it anything specific or are you offering your services to you know whosoever wants it you just reminded me to answer your second question about k-a-u-r um so what happened with when we when we did the sexybrilliant.com we kind of wanted to help our our mission is to remove toxic shame so st- shame and stigma about mental health shame and stigma about um, addictions, about being too fat or too thin or whatever, anything that has kept us in low frequency, anything that has kept us from shining in our authentic power. That's what our mission is. So it's, it's kind of evolved from, you know, like just being mine to being ours. And uh, we have a board. We are currently in Canada, but of course, you know, with the I'm from India, so that's my home. We work with like local organizations right now. The focus is very much mental health, especially because of COVID and the lockdowns and everything. And then, of course, everything that we do is based on the trademark K-A-U-R formula, which is we live in a world where we're kind of like always made to fit into boxes, right? We're always told what to do, how to behave, you know, what to do to make others like us. So, So comfortable is good. However, what we've forgotten is we've forgotten our connection with ourselves. So this is what we are, you know, committed to doing, raising, removing toxic shame and raising human consciousness. Now, Archana, how do you raise human consciousness? Because we are living in fear. We're not able to think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So for us, we've designed the KAUR process, which is K stands for knowledge, to so knowing your good side, but also knowing your weaknesses. 
you know, no part of you is your own enemy. So you have to know who you are. We are currently in the age of Aquarius, you know, and this is a new theme where the sign of Aquarius astrologically stands for I know. So I know myself, I know who I am, I know my weakness, I know my strength. And from there, I'm going to go to practice acceptance. By acceptance, I mean radical self-acceptance. So that's what the A stands for in K-A-U-R. Acceptance also means accepting your weaknesses, accepting your ego. And Arjuna, I want to give you an example here. For example, I have had struggle with my anger issues for a very long time, right? Like I am short fused. I am, you know, very, very like um, aggressive when it comes to my anger. So I have had to learn how to love my anger. I have had to learn how to understand my anger to work with professionals and therapists and coaches and you know community support to say my anger is also my friend if you have a you know not you but everybody listening in if you've got a something that is your darkness your weakness learn to be aware of it learn to accept it because through acceptance we can then make room for more love the journey to self-love is love itself so that is important and then the U in the K-A-U-R stands for unlearning. Unlearning all those messages that are telling you that you're not good enough. Unlearning everything that has kept you at low vibration. Unlearning the programming that our parents have, right? Like I mentioned, my parents are refugees, so they've got this mentality of scarcity. So I'm like, that's not my mentality. I have food, I have water, I have access to universal abundance. I'm going to live abundantly. So that's what we have to do. I'm learning these messages of telling you you're too fat, too thin, too gay, too slut, slutty, too ambitious, whatever it is, let that go. You are never too much. You are perfect as you are. And the goal is to get to the next level of perfection. And then the R in the K-A-U-R trademark process stands for release. So Archana, I mean, I speak a lot, right? Like you can hear me. <laughs> but also, you know, like releases every time we go to the bathroom, it's a release. Every time we cry, it's a release. Every time we laugh, it's a release. We, I'm doing this with you, Artina, and I'm having a release. It's like, you know, kind of getting high from the, the talk that I'm doing. So this is what we have to do. Look for those internal orgasms, whatever that is, whether that is meditation, whether that is prayer, laughter, crying. Find your own zen. Find out who you are. Know yourself. Practice radical self-acceptance so that you can unveil and, you know, share your gifts with the world. The more that I'm hearing you, I feel that uh, the world needs it more and more, but there are very few people like you. Great work and keep on doing this great work because I think we are far from self-acceptance because I also do a lot of workshops uh, around self-love, self-acceptance, self-awareness, and none of us have it, to be honest. It's a journey, you know, and none of us are, even for me, Archana, if we, if, do we have more time to go you know, um, I know, I know we're on a time limit, but, you know, even me, I struggle with the imposter syndrome. I struggle with, you know, like some days are bad days, but you have to pick yourself up from there, become your own best friend and mindfully get out of your own way. That is what real success is about. Through your organization and through this very bold and also very elaborate process of KAUR, what are the programs? Because I read somewhere that you're dealing with heartbreaks and like, you know, being single or like making money your best friend forever. Like, you know, so 
tell us a little bit more because i think these three topics curiously uh, entangle with each other so uh, how do you deal with it what do you do in these things so at sexybrilliant.com we've got the courses we've you know every workshop i do if i'm speaking at a university i always bring in the kaur it's kind of my you know the process that i use for myself and i know it's very helpful to others and i just want to mention that it took me a long time to come up with this i worked with professionals branding experts coaches even therapists to design this formula so it was not just you know like i woke up one morning and i was like i'm going to trademark my last name no it's been a process it's a lot of time and energy and money spent on this and then of course you know my books are written using the kaur formula as well if those of you who may know this i'm the author of a book called too fat too loud too ambitious the book is based on the kaur formula you've got exercises that will go that you can do with it as well so you've got a lot of tools that will help you there and then of course um i have a second book as well the courageous move adapting to you know depending on what stage of life you are what stage of the day you are and sometimes you want to know yourself sometimes you just want to unlearn all those messages telling you you're not good enough and then sometimes you just need a release a hug from a friend a laughter session with your mom you know whatever it is know that it's okay to go through many emotions throughout the day our emotions are our gift they are sacred so don't let anybody tell you that you are too much of a woman or too much of a man or you know you are perfect as you are uh, i think i'll go back to the question that i was asking you about that do you do these programs only for women or are they for any anybody who needs it there so sexybrilliant.com is open for everybody uh we are looking for stories if you have a story share it with us and we have the sexy brilliant awards which are for uh, leadership awards as well so you know we are not uh, gender specific because as a human being as a woman i have a masculine part of me and i have a feminine part of me right like you know we we our vedas teach us this as well and you know even the the male gender has 50% feminine 50% masculine right how in touch are you with your homeless is another question maybe we can do another podcast about this archana right so <laughs> so at sexy brilliant uh, you know we are open for everybody all your stories are welcome and you know there's a lot of blogs a lot of free resources a lot of videos as well um and you know i strongly encourage you to kind of connect to yourself define what does sexy mean to you define what does brilliant mean to you and ask yourself what is success is success the you know the big car is success the university degree is success a paycheck or is success who you are inside you know so you have to ask yourself these questions and these answers by the way come through silence and stillness in our quiet time when we stop running away from ourselves and you know possibly looking for outside outside validation outside hi so we kind of have to go back within and say This is the perfect time to get to know myself, understand who I am so I can share my brilliance with the world. So I am going to ask you a very pertinent question. So what is the Venus second act? I've gone through so much, I've, you know, I've gone through so much and I've built you know a, a big business, I've helping a lot of people. I have all the outside success, right? I struggle with relationships. So I want to do less work and focus on relationships. I'm finding my perfect 
man, you know, and that's what I'm working on right now. And I don't know if that's what you mean by second act, but for me, it's very, very important because I have a third book coming. I have a fourth book coming. You know, that is all my success. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to do this alone, especially with the lockdowns. I'm like, I want a partner. So this is what I'm focusing on. What essentially we mean by second act is a higher purpose or a bigger meaning that we bring through our work or through ourselves, which also inspires other people. So since your story has been so inspirational already and you have multiple second acts, what's the next second act coming? See, I think I'm too old for children. (laughs) Um, I would have to say definitely, you know, one of the things I really want to do is I want to spend time working at a, at an ashram or an orphanage helping children. That's what like I would really like to do as my family's getting older. I'm like, I'm gonna have more time, you know, to kind of devote there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, but also just kind of, if I can travel to India, I can at least start locally. So that's my way of kind of giving back and doing more. So how often do you come uh, this side? Usually at least once or twice a year, but my parents spend a lot of time here as well. But, you know, lately I haven't come for like two years. So hoping to make it soon with the the lockdowns opening and all that. I would actually like to move to India and live in India, you know, so we'll see where life takes us and how soon that's going to happen. No, never say never as they say. And we don't know who's hearing this podcast and what turns (laughs) as well for you. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, eh? We will pray and hope that somebody is listening and uh, you're beautiful, Devina, you find a partner. <laughs> and Thank uh, you so much. Second acts are coming through that. But like you said, uh, it's too old for children. You never know these days. Uh, you know, everything is possible, as they say. So let's not lose any hope for anything. And uh, I can only say that I'm very inspired by your story. And uh, so I'm sure that there are many, many people, especially women, because I think uh, your focus has also been through your books, through your uh, sessions or through your workshops, webinars, your whole organization to uplift, you know, a lot of those who don't believe in themselves. And um, I'm sure that when you also come to India, we can work together somehow and, you know, because this is my second act as well. And uh, somewhere we will align and bring this forward or take it to another part of the world, who knows, wherever it needs, right? <laughs> I would love that. And, uh, you know, looking forward to more collaborations. And if you are listening in, sh- shoot us a message. Let us know that something is helping you. And if you have an idea for a collaboration, reach out to both myself, Archna, and, you know, we, we welcome everything, right? Like, it's, it's all a part of going through life where you're learning with each other. And today I'm really honored to share space with you. Thank you so much, Arjuna. Thank you. Just before going, uh, anything that is a life learning, which you want to tell everybody through your life experience, of course, being sexy and brilliant, never lose that, but beyond that. <laughs> you know, so one of the things um, that is really important for me is the idea of forgiveness. Now, forgiveness is forgiving yourself for any mistakes you've made, anything that you're angry at yourself for something, but also forgiving your parents, your caretakers for their lessons, their learnings, their teachings, because everybody speaks from their own perceived level of consciousness, right? You, you are an individual, listen to everything, but ultimately listen to your inner voice 
And that gets stronger when we are practicing forgiveness for ourselves and others. It's uh, again a very beautiful message from you. And I hope that the world will be a better world if this one small thing of forgiveness we can do for each other, right? <laughs> so wishing all the best. Hope that pandemic is over soon. We are able to meet you as well in India, in Delhi, because I'm in Delhi too. So looking forward and uh, thanks for your time today. Thank you so much. Remain sexy, brilliant, hot and sexy, uh, bold and beautiful. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.